I'm Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm Curtis Jones. I am Cody Gagbo. Putting on the Liverpool top for the first time, it was a dream come through and I'll never forget that moment. The new LFC 24-25 season Nike home kit is out now. Buy it today, along with our new goalkeeper kit and training range at your official LFC stores. Online at liverpoolfc.com forward slash store and on the official LFC store app. You will never walk alone. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets, tío. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Day Trivers on the back of a huge away win at Stamford Bridge. Uh, let's relive the commentary. Egyptian King stands over the ball and does an amazing layoff to Trent, who kicks it into the top corner. An absolute fucking weldy from the best right back in the world. He is 20 and has the ability of Perlo in his prime. Find me another youngster who can do this from right back. Yours is nowhere near mine. Hate on him because you're jealous bitches. For once Chelsea are attacking with the ball. They make a 1-2 but the tech Felipe Anderson is offside but by my surprise the refs are blind cunts and now it's 1-1 to Chelsea for fuck's sake. And what are the odds VAR have actually done something right and it's still 1-0 to the fucking Liverpool. The cross is lifted into the box and the best Brazilian centre forward ever makes it 2-0. I heard that if you pass the ball to Bobby he will score. He only costed us 27 million and would walk into your team faster than Adam Johnson would into a 15-year-old hotel. The way he heads that balls makes me want to have a wank. Having flashbacks from the Super Cup, Nolo turns the best DM in the world and hammers it top right. But it doesn't um, matter because we are still first and at Stanford Bridge we won it six times in a row. Yeah, in come a on. <laughs> Great win, boys. Um, excellent force half. A little bit dodgy second half. VAR is great, isn't it, Ray? Yeah, I mean, I was just reminiscing there after the game, you know, we used to go there an awful lot. I mean, I lived down in London and I used to go there every season. So between sort of 2000 and 2005, I'd say, I went to every one of those away games. And in the away end. In, yeah, in the away end. And like... I, you know, I remember one occasion, I think we, we lost 4-0 or 4-1. Um, 
and it was just like it was just a horrible place to go mm. and how things have changed like you know I, I was fairly the only reason I wasn't so confident going into that game was because of the, the, the bad result against Napoli and also we looked out on our feet the last 10 minutes of that game so to kind of come back and be kind of re-energised in such a short space of time and you know, go two goals up, uh, which which effectively won it for us. Really, we just had enough to hold on there in the second half. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was, it was, a, it was a great performance, and like we got out of there, and like you could tell by some of the pictures afterwards, like they they were absolutely fuming at us going in there and doing a job on them. Yeah, they they seem to be up there with the worst fans in football. Um, yeah. probably probably are. <laughs> We've seen, it, you know, we've all seen the clip, you know, yeah. of the fan afterwards and whatnot. Like yeah, that just yeah. sums it up. That is them in a nutshell, really. Sums it up, and they all wear those. Um, what we call them paddy hats, <laughs> but the, those black caps. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were still available. <laughs> <laughs> the general, um, like we just retail have, market. Yeah, like here we have just grandas wearing those. <laughs> in London, there, you know, the thing. Yeah. Like the fella who uh, swallowed the dig off McGregor. <laughs> 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 he was wearing one of those. <laughs> so they're a different. They're a different thing here in, in Dublin, but. Yeah, there was a lot of them in the crowd where, you know, there's a video, uh, someone took a video of Trent's goal going into the top corner, and you see the flat caps, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're all giving it socks, like, it's just so, it just feels so good, like, beating them, for, you know, for a lot of years, there was so much ahead of us, and it just hurt. Now we're going there and we're just we're just laughing at them. Well, look, they did put it up to us in fairness. Lampard is doing he's doing he's doing a decent job, but he's doing a reasonable job. I think like I think the the performances have possibly deserved one or two more points than what they've actually got. Sort yeah, of yeah. thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think overall they are they are going to be top six and they will be there thereabouts we've already seen like how bad united have gone in a short <coughs> space of time so they will like look give them the dues yeah. they showed in that second half that they are a proper team you know they did not, not thinking that second half lads we were just extremely awful look our midfield couldn't keep a ball like any ball that tried to be passed around was yeah was bouncing off someone or and it was the same with chelsea's midfield at times yeah yeah, bouncing off someone. I was like, "Geez, this game's gone awful." Yeah, and then suddenly they got a few attacks. And in regards of you know, know when Teep was given man the match, but we thought Adrian was excellent yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Adrian because I don't know where it would be this season if we didn't bring him in and we had to stick with Mig. Oh, I mean, Harris. if yeah, <laughs> we're seeing him again. Yeah, the only piece in that Napoli game was. That we lost yeah. it because he pulls off an unbelievable save that's going into the top post. He just yeah. flaps his arm and it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it's safe. And no one yeah. spoke about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hair we're hearing about it. Score, score you're repeating every year. Put it this that's way, incredible. Like you know, put it this way with 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 where he is, where he's gone in such a short space yeah. of time. I think if it wasn't for the fact that it's Allison, yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, he's the world's best goalkeeper. If he was up in a in a goalkeeper battle with a kind of a, a Mignolet level type goalie, there's no way that Adrian's losing his place when that other goalie's fit. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a little bit un- unfortunate, I think. He probably retains his place in most clubs in the in the league. 
Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you'd be happy enough with his laugh. Phil, you're, you're our goalkeeper and uh, consultant. <laughs> <laughs> Expert. Dying to get in there. Look at him. He's been quoted in the past. No, but like, just look on Adrian, um, like, when Liverpool do great things, there's always a hero kind of emerges from Illinois, really. Um, if we do go on and win this league, I know it's early It'll days. be Nabi Keita. <laughs> <laughs> but Adrian's going to have a massive uh, impact on, on uh, impact, but influence because of losing um, the world's best goalkeeper for such a prolonged period of time. How do you rate Adrian's performance so far for Liverpool this season? I think that it is a very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's the longest I've gone without talking on this podcast that's ever for being is, yeah. in the studio. Um, <laughs> where do we think? Listen, what surprised me about Adrian not having a club was how long it took him to find a club. If you look at him, I'd say he's better than the majority of the goalkeepers in the bottom half of the table. Okay, he had. Adrian's biggest issue is probably just more or less on, his, on some of his techniques. He is a little bit hesitant off the line, and he's also probably his the way he saves shots leads to inherent danger, and in that he pushes them back. It seems to push them back into play as yep. opposed to push them wide. Right? Yeah, it's kind mm. of a we that with the disallowed goal, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, and that's that's mm. but that's just the, the the weakness, right? The the flip side is that he saves a lot of shots. Before we take a lead yesterday, he set, makes a brilliant. Or, uh, sorry, one 0 yeah. Um, um, yeah Abraham, Abraham Lincoln Abraham, goes yeah. through yeah. and <laughs> he he stands up and it's a brilliant save. Yeah, but if what about how <coughs> you know he came out yeah. and then he he stopped and then he went tracked back about five yards. Yeah. What do you reckon about that like do you know one thing I noticed about um about uh Allison. Allison. <laughs> how the fuck did forgot he forgot him now? Yeah. He's so good I've forgotten Allison's name. <laughs> Um, he timed those runs out to a player, mm. you know, coming down on goal very well. Was he? Did he get lucky? No, look, I, you know, again, when, when we signed, I was in here with Charlie, and I, and I said to you at the time, he's a 66% goalkeeper, right? And for a backup, that's brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, if Mignolet, if, if we'd been in this position and we hadn't let Mignolet go, right, I guarantee you we don't have six wins in a row. There's mm. too many shots have come at us. Too many shots have happened. To, to us to have been in a position where boy Adrian has made a couple of really timely brilliant saves and even he makes two saves in the second half there's one low down to his right I think it's from a header um, from Alonso at the back post which was called offside yeah. but it's fucking brilliant it's, brilliant stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely side, yeah. brilliant down to his left down to, low down to his left yeah, and that's what, yeah. popped it up Quality. it's absolutely brilliant what, 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 what Adrian has done is he's done something that we've needed for such a long time to give us stability in case our number one gets injured. We, we didn't have a number one for such a long time. Now we have a number one, and we've got a guy who's more than capable of stepping in. Like I, I'll be totally honest with you now. When Alisson comes back, um, as long as Adrian's at the club, I want to see Adrian play in every single League Cup and every single FA Cup game. Yeah. And if we have Champions League qualification wrapped up in the group stages, I want to see Adrian play out the last yeah. game or the last two games or whatever it is there. Because And even you know, in, in league matches where it gets to the back end of the season, and there may be, if there's no league to be fighting for or you're, you're already ahead with 10 points or something, you give him a cup. The way, the way Schmeichel, may fucking Ferguson used to, if, if he thought Schmeichel was mentally yeah. getting tired, yeah. he'd leave yeah. him out for a game because he wasn't worried that the drop-off was so high to, between the two that he wasn't expecting to see by putting him in that it would cause an issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest compliment that I could pay 
Adrian, because at this stage, the drop-off isn't as big as it has been for the last 10 years. And even when, when Reina was at the club, the drop-off from Reina to somebody else, and I say somebody else, it wasn't until Downey comes into the club that all of a sudden we have somebody of an equal stature to, to be to, to the, the first-team keeper. And he was arguably better than the first-team keeper at the time because mm. of, of the way things went on. But we haven't had that level of goalkeeper at the club in a long, long time. And it's brilliant from a squad depth point of view. It's brilliant to have. And I just think there's not a single Liverpool fan now who's worrying, Jesus, what's Adrian going to do? What's mm. he going to do? You know what I mean? And that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. And yeah. the, other, the other aspect of it, obviously, he was at West Ham. Um, and it is a bit mad that he's not still their backup goalkeeper. But there's no disgrace in, in losing your place to Fabianski either. I mean, he's the fifth oh, or sixth best man. goalkeeper in the league. Yeah. You know, so mm. there's no disgrace there. You don't rate him? What, what percentage of a goalkeeper is he? If, if, 66. Uh, 66 as well. I don't think that, I don't think that it's massively different. I think he suits the style that West Ham play, which is not about exposing the goalkeeper at the back. They're not going to play out from the back, and he fits the way they play. Yeah. Um, just moving on to midfield there, um, Gary, you were touching on it. I think, like so far this season, Liverpool have attacked very well as a unit, compact. You know, to talk a lot of talk about the high line, but the, what's really worked for us is how close players have been together, how compact they've been. That it's 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 been uh, easier to kind of feed the front three. And um, last season, I thought we defended very well as a unit. We were quite compact. Liverpool are two 0 up at Stamford Bridge. The talk was in the dressing room they were going to go out there and try and see this game out. Klopp made a number of subs, which would be seen as quite defensive, even though yeah, like, you know, on, yeah. yeah, twenty minutes to go. Um, yeah. Well, after the goal, yeah. Why were they so open when they're trying to defend the lead? Why were they losing the ball so easy, and why were they giving up so many chances? You know, it's yesterday that the three midfielder looks were three or four times I counted Henderson and Genie or Fabinho nearly clashing into each other mm. when mm. balls had come into them, and a, a player was running across and we go, "Why are they so close, Alton?" Yeah, three. It must have been three or four times I counted it, and then again it happened when Milner comes on, and obviously he's trying to shore up, he's going right. We're on the back four here. Yeah. And still, we still, even when he came on, yeah. we still looked dodgy. Yeah. We didn't show it up, we know. We no. didn't show it up because we're still getting chances. No, at not one stage, one of the midfielders kind of gets the game, just goes yeah. to the neck and just takes a sting out of it, tries to keep the ball for, you know, I think Mourinho said it, like they didn't keep the ball for five passes. When I was a couple of times for being there, I took the ball and... and, and yeah. <laughs> just did, went with it. Did it, did it in Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think in the very end, in the last five minutes, they saw it yeah. quite well. That the, the Liverpool we've got used to, but just, it's I just felt the win. It was an ugly win. Yeah. We don't win. Very rare we win ugly. It was the, the way, uh, the way um, I single handedly disagree with your point. About what? Winning no, ugly. ugly. I don't think it was an ugly win at all. The second half was ugly. No. More so a little bit. The last 30 minutes was ugly. 60 minutes of that game, we absolutely destroyed Chelsea. First half, not 60 yeah. minutes. First, first half, half, we destroyed well, Chelsea. No, second, second, second half, we, we, we should score. We should score. No, we should score. Yeah, yeah, we should score. Yeah, the first five or ten minutes of the second half, they had loads of chances. They had Firmino's volley. They had header. Salah goes through as well. Salah went through, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I disagree. This idea, what happens is, it's context. People only remember the last 30 minutes and how yeah, much they shoot yeah, their own yeah. pants watching the game thinking, fuck it. <laughs> <hell."> right? <laughs> no, we did But if you were watching, when we were watching the first half, the, 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 the frustration we had was that we weren't more goals up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, true, the, yeah. there's the one that would have been given had we scored. 
Trent breaks down the right, comes inside. It was given offside. Off right? the where the uh, was nearly an OG. Yeah, no, it was definitely yeah, onside. Yeah, yeah. And, if that, and if that goes it on, it's the bar. Yeah, if, if that goes yeah, on, yeah. it goes the bar, and the goal is given. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Keeper pulled off a good few saves as well. Uh, but that's that's my point. Yeah. So when you say it was a scrap, you win. We fucking thunderbasted them for sixty minutes, yeah. and it was just the last half hour turns to absolute dog shit. It does feel like you're hanging on there towards you know, the last 20, 25 minutes. That's because 2 0 is a dangerous scoreline. The Tyler commentary, like, uh, we get into talking about the VAR now for a minute, but um, what was going on there? Like, I don't know what I do. I don't know. I watch it in America all the time. I told you it takes me yeah. fucking. But if um, these are more fucking idiots, I swear to God, the tree is sitting. If you sat here and watched Martin Tyler wankers, you deserve what you get. Anyone that listens to Martin Tyler and morals about Martin Tyler, you deserve <laughs> what you get. Okay. You deserve what you own. You deserve what you get. Serves is fucking right. You keep turning on. I thought the whole of IPTV in Ireland got wiped at the week. Don't know what's I live in America. Mm, I keep telling yeah. you that. Yeah. Back. Yeah, here's a big huge satellite dish. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> um, I didn't watch on uh, American because I watch. Football legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> and, so do I. Uh, yeah. So I I listened to Tyler. You need to hurry up. My flight back over to Boston. But, you know, um, you know when we when they brought in goal line technology, if yeah. the ball was a millimeter still yeah. on the line, it, yeah. was, it was no goal. It was not debated, and nobody turned around and says we need to cut out these pedantic. Yeah. Ball across the line decisions. <laughs> yeah, no one was crying for us yeah. to get that goal. Yes, he had to wear that. You don't. You don't say there's a little bit of that ball still in the line. You know they're being a bit unfair. Give them the goal they deserve it. Yeah, and the same way you two offsides over the weekend, which were borderline. Yeah. Two lines were on top of each other. It's we have the technology now. The right decision. Hold on, Phil. The right decision is made. made. It's black and white. Offside, onside. Ball over the line. Ball not over the line. Mm. The big gripe with VAR, of course, is the fact that it's being used only to look at the referee's perspective. So has the referee made the right or wrong decision? That should be the focus of the VAR conversation. Not things that VAR has fixed. Three things that should be the focus of the VAR conversation. Go on. The majority of the issues come from the fact that subjectivity exists in in the laws of the game. If you remove as much subjectivity from the laws of the game, the reason why the offside rule is so fucked up at the moment is because it became more about the subjectivity of the of the application of the law than the black and white nature. We didn't have the means to have a black and white nature on offside rules. And the issue was that the linesmen couldn't keep up with the fast moving pace of the game. Mm. So they couldn't make an accurate call on whether somebody was past the line or not past the line. Mm. Now we have the technology, and I've seen somebody try to put an equation out to say that there's no way within 19 centimetres can VAR be flawless, right? So your issue is not with VAR. Your issue here is with the laws of the game. If you're saying you want the, you want the rule where there's clear daylight, that's a law rule. That's not VAR. VAR is there to apply the laws of the game as they exist at the moment. And the, the majority of the issues that we've seen with VAR so far stem around the laws of the game and aren't about the technology. And they also stem about the application of the subjectivity in VAR. So when you go, if they haven't empowered VAR to overrule the ref, right? They, all it can do is if it sees that the referee has made a clear and obvious mistake, then it changes the decision. VAR shouldn't have those things around. And do you know why they? Do you know why those rules are put around it? Because the journalists and the managers and the players kicked up such a stink that when they brought VAR into the World Cup two years ago, and it was pulling things back after the play had moved on, 
right? Mm. Because of a foul or something that was going on, they're saying, well, VAR can't have that much control in the game. But I'm sorry, if an error has happened, if a foul has happened that's subsequently picked up in a video thing that will fundamentally change what's going to happen in the game, then it needs to be brought back. Like the one yesterday, well, it doesn't really impact the game because he doesn't really gain an advantage. It's just fuck all. The, the, the thing about the advantage was because they couldn't call offside right in the first instance. Mm. Where they put the line on Mason Mount yesterday was incorrect according to the laws of the game. That line should have been drawn from Mason Mount's left hand, which would put him a clear yard offside in comparison to where the Liverpool defence was. Why is left hand? Because the law of the game states that the part of the body, the furthest part of the body is where the offside is decided. <laughs> not the part of the body so can not, score the goal. Not the foot. Not no. It's the furthest part well, of the body. Why did they keep saying that? Because with some shoulder, with yeah. the shoulder being so why did they keep saying that then? Why did they keep... I don't know. Re- I don't know any... The law of the game is the, fo- is, the, is the body. So in reality, when he's standing side on, it's not his foot. You know, the right foot that they were shown that, mm. was, that was ahead of the Liverpool back four, it's actually his left hand, which is his furthest piece away. I had, I had a bit of a, a, a ding-dong with Paul Little on this, and he's saying he's ruining the game, and it, yeah, I want refs to make the decision of the ref is right, the ref is right, and the ref is wrong. I don't. Mm. Remove subjectivity from the rules. I don't want a ref to decide whether there's diving there or not, okay? If something happens, say the penalty incident against Napoli, Napoli. right? Mm. For me, that's a penalty. And I'm calling it straight. I saw it in real time. I thought, that's the clumsiest, stupidest challenge you're going to make there, Rob. There's no need to put your foot in. And in in, in the replay, there is contact between the two feet. Even if if Callaghan buys the contact, it doesn't make a difference. If he doesn't stick the foot out in that instance, he's going nowhere and he has a centre-back inside him. I'm sorry, that's a penalty all day of the week. If it was the mm. other end and, and Salah goes past the, the Koulibaly, does the exact same thing, we're screaming for a penalty. It's a valid penalty. What we need to make now is the, going back to the diving thing. The diving thing there, the, they changed the law around fouls to have intent, reckless intent in a tackle. That's a foul. So the fact mm. that, that, that Robertson is reckless in the action that he does in the box draws about the foul. The handball rule. They've changed the handball rule for inside the box and outside the box. They need to make it black and white. The more you make the rules black and white once you've got VAR in the game, the better the game becomes because, and and this is the perfect example why, in the diving example, if you make it a clear case where there's contact, right? Mm. If you make a clear case where it's contact, if the person is caught for diving, he's yellow carded. Straight away, you're going to remove the element of players just diving when they feel contact. They're going to need to have contact to go down. And you can start yellow carding them. Pulling lads all over the shop in the box for, like the, the matter of instant. In power of pull If you pull a player in the box, you're going to get a penalty given against you. Do you know what happens? They stop pulling players in the box. Yeah. It, this, is what, this is how you do it. Better decisions, better refereeing, removes the shit parts of the game. And all the wankers they're sitting there <laughs> sitting there on Twitter moaning Vaz fucking shite Vaz fucking shite going to talk about Vaz Vaz fucking shite right alright come on we're not all scouts on Twitter you know <laughs> Phil has a really nice presentation <laughs> he made up he made up TED talk he made up for the early uh, the early sort of lack yeah. of contribution didn't he yeah. 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 Yeah, if you can do that with flip charts and, you know, laser pen. I have a laser yeah, pen. Yeah, I've actually that. got a presentation. We can put yeah. it out on the Twitter yeah. tomorrow. I just need to figure out how to do a PowerPoint that goes through on the on the Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Ray, can you do a PowerPoint for Phil? No. That's no. an embedded I PowerPoint. I <laughs> <laughs> An embedded PowerPoint tweet. Be and like, you could even get uh, your commentary voice to do. Yeah. To do you could talk it through. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, and if yeah. Anyone, anyone wants to disagree with me on VAR, come and have a go. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, I think we've covered VAR, have we? We've covered VAR. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Get all on board the VAR bus and like it, boys. The one, um, thing, the one thing that is for sure is we're going to get a similar situation go against us this season. Absolutely. Yep. We already had let's it. Be, let's be prepared for it. But Ray, we already had it. The, 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 the one you have, you have the one that goes against us in Napoli, and we get one Forest then against Chelsea. Yeah, and we kind of have the the, the non-decision on matchup as well, which which they can go for us. But I think the whole um, the whole scenario where you're gonna think you've scored, like yeah. that was genuinely like a sh- it was a bit of a shock. To me, I don't know about anyone else, but it was a bit of a shock that it was getting even looked at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was sort of wallowing in the fact that it was a it was a fucking disastrous goal to concede. You know the the whole sort of ping pong around yeah. the box and all that. Yeah. And well. then they uh, it was uh, it was just a sick feeling yeah. when the ball right, went in because they'd gone that far. You know, yeah, you, you've gone so far. I never, I never thought yeah. for a second. Never, I never seen anything that would suggest to me that it would get um, disallowed. And then obviously. Um, the fans, our fans, you see our fans celebrating like, like we've scored the, a goal because it, is the, equi- and this, it and is the equivalent of. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. People are saying it's going to ruin the game. It's not. It's actually flipping. People are starting to adapt to it. And it's like if if you get a decision for you, which you think, like if you've been down the dumps and you've just had a goal conceded and all of a sudden it's ruled out, you are starting to celebrate that like a goal. Yeah. It's like the, the momentum change in that instance is fucking huge. Can you imagine the Chelsea fans yesterday beside them? Yeah, and just look at them. Two minutes. Two minutes. Was it? <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes until they passed the ball yeah. to Firmino and he yeah. would score. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was. It must have been party time then, in that way. And great cross, wasn't it? Yeah. Great it was cross. a great cross. It was a great cross. Yeah. I thought yeah. today that he. They were moaning that Dafar didn't look at the free kick. They said it wasn't a free kick. Oh, okay. How was that not a free kick? Doesn't really care. Doesn't matter. But these things aren't being looked at anyway. No. They're not like. No, I moment. think people are just need to get used to what it actually is and what they're doing. It's yep. and the pundit tree isn't helping because they're not explaining it properly. Like, well, that cut Martin Tyler right. Like, let's be honest about it. Right, he <laughs> drains. We used to moan about Lawrence and draining the life soul out of, out of a game of football. He's commentating, and there's Trent kicking it into the top corner yeah. as you would. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. I mean, and then he started banging on about, uh, well, you know, I suppose if you do 51 in a 50 mile an hour zone, then by the letter of the law, you're breaking the law and all this, all this stuff, just trying to come out with stuff that wants the viewer to think, oh, actually, it shouldn't have been, you know, it shouldn't have been. Sky don't want fair because it removes the bait, right? It removes his incessant whining in the, because he, he can't commentate in the game properly. He has to have a context and he has to have a, have a team that he wants to support. And it's been hidden over the years by being able to put a subcontext around it, right? When you listen to Peter Drury's commentary on the goal yesterday, oh, it's absolutely top-notch. Yeah. Top-notch. Fella's fucking brilliant as a commentator. And uh, oh, the, the, day, the day Sky lose all the football will be the happiest day in my life. <laughs> like, forget about... Class, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he's, he's loving it. Oh, <laughs> 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 but that's that's yeah. like the fans. 
We can't even get the words out. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was one or two Chelsea fans applauding it. Yeah. You know. Now he could have been he could have been a sneaky Liverpool fan <laughs> in there and he had to be a sneaky Pretended to be a Chelsea fan. fan. He had to be. <laughs> what a strike and he's des- he he deserved it because he had that goal taken off and when nobody could really defend we say whether it was taken off target. Friendly. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, mm. I think it can't be an yeah, important fancy football <laughs> point. Before I went so ahead. They can see the goal. So oh my God, fancy football. Goal. Yeah. Oh. I'm having a disaster. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's really adult. flipped. Shawnee and uh, really you, you uh, set the pace. And you're at the bottom now we again. Can't, we can't get out of each other's way. It's mad. Um, we'll move on to something uh, I broke here on one of the early pods this season. Oh yeah. About um Nike. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do it and you uh, I said it. Uh, and now the mirror <laughs> and Forbes reported. Well Forbes a couple of weeks ago called the Grizz. <laughs> but the mirror and Grizz uh, have released the um official announcement that Liverpool have Signed a day with Nike. Phil, have you got any thoughts on the new Nike deal? It's meant to be like a billion pound a season. Well, according to billion or Forbes, Forbes, Forbes <laughs> said that it was greater than the seventy-five million pound deal that United signed. Right? Um, somebody then said, "Yeah, it equals the seventy-five million pound deal that that United signed." Somebody else said it's going to be eighty-six million pound. That was the one that was in the mirror. Mm. And somebody else says it's close and approaching ninety-seven million, which would mean that Barcelona still have the highest yeah. deal, but Liverpool would have the second highest deal by 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 less than a million pounds, or whatever it is. I've got some big news on this. <laughs> While Nike is paying for the rights, we won't be wearing Nike branded gear. What? Yes. Because we will become the official Air Jordan brand. And you're going to go on with that. We will. Because a fifth, it, 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 they see it as a perfect uh, matchup between the two brands. Two iconic brands, the, the, the Liver Board and Air Jordan on the, on the gear. And also the colours work. So the white kits are black and white, yep. and we wear red. red. And Jordan's colours are black, white and red. They see this as the perfect amalgamation of the two brands, and they will use it. Like at the moment, they have Paris Saint Germain, but Paris Saint Germain are navy, it's white, and red. So hang on, there won't be a Nike logo, it'll no. be the Air you, Jordan logo. Yeah, if you look at an awful lot of the kit deals that happen in America, they're using the Air Jordan brand as the kit. As the kit. Yeah. Because it means that the leisure wear and all that they sell is sell, sold at twice the price of the Nike markup. Yeah. So now. Air Jordan stuff was like the exclusive. Equivalent. And it also means that, that, that Barcelona that Barcelona Barcelona will retain the um Nike as the what what do they call the the, the marquee Nike team? Yeah. And Liverpool will be the marquee Air Jordan team in terms of the 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 airwear. It's an interesting take. It's not an interesting um, take, that's what's happening. Right exclusive hair to force in the pot. So is LeBron, yeah. LeBron James selling the shares then? What? LeBron James will be selling the shares. Oh yeah. Then. He won't have that. Won't no, have isn't he sponsored by Nike as well? Yeah. Oh, he, he, he'd hardly be going around with Air Jordan stuff. I don't know if he's a Nike man. You can tell me. Doesn't really matter. But to see what, what, you, anyway, yeah. break, breaking news. Fucking who? who did, did uh, I think Messi won something? Oh, Messi won Player of the Year. I don't know. Ballon d'Or. The FIFA Awards something, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Mm. And it looks like they're all giving out the Messi saying, "Well, Alison Becker was voted the best goalkeeper in the best FIFA Football Awards, not to be called the awards though. He's calling them later on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best Van Dyke Awards. Are we still waiting to hear if, if Van Dyke took the awards? Um, I, I, as, as far as I know, Liverpool have announced three minutes ago that Alison Becker, Alison Becker the best. Now, I haven't heard if... Um, <clears throat> just There seems to be an awful lot of snotty tweets going on the messy me, messy me. <laughs> messy me. I don't know if that's his new name. Maybe yeah. it's something that you do in Brazil when you're older. Messy me. Hmm. Well, we've got uh, MK Dons tomorrow night. No, Wednesday, isn't it? Wednesday. Wednesday. And Sheffield United Saturday morning. We're not going to see the same two teams go out at all. Couldn't care less. Why? It'd be nice to see Quiz on. Because I want to talk about the FIFA. Pro- start tomorrow, do you Hang on a second. The FIFA Pro World 11 is a lot of bollocks. Right? Just, just leading on from that. There's three Real Madrid players in it after last year's oh, fucking Champions League. Didn't even get fucking. Um, what's your man's name? Sergio Ramos. He's in it. Marcelo and Modric. Modric is in midfield. Right, this is a team that couldn't didn't, didn't do anything last year. Couldn't even win its own league. Wow. Up front, year, up front, you have Ronaldo, Mbappe, and Messi. Mm. Right, and then in midfield, they have Hazard, Modric, some other random fucker. Who cares? Right? Is and that it, the same Eden Hazard who still plays for Chelsea? Yeah, according that, to that that's, flag, and that's where I want to go with it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Marcelo, some fucking shit hawk, and then you've got Van Dijk and fucking Delicti. Um, oh, Frankie the Frankie the Jongs. He was the other fella in midfield. No, think about it. No money, no Salah. Just shows you FIFA's against Africa, and that's what I want to say. FIFA Ooh. is against Africa. Big show. Big show, but it is. But let's be honest about it. Um, anyway, what's the story of the flag? Eden Hazard. Did you not see, Did you that, not see that before the game? People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. I just hear people talking about oh. it. Eden has it. Unveil, they unveil, Chelsea unveiled a banner. The full size of the lower stand behind the goal of mm-hmm. Eden Hazard. <laughs> They're desperately to create a history for themselves. Yeah, they? I mean, there's a big flag down the opposite end. Uh, what was it like Drogba legend or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they've had that one for a Massive while. Massive yoke. Mm. But I just couldn't get my head around Eden Hazard, who's just basically pissed off on them. Yeah. But if you don't have history and you don't have past greats, oh, hang on a second. Lampard, Lampard's their fucking manager. But even John fucking Terry, that captain, leader, legend, racist. Like, come on, do you know what, what I mean? About like you know Ron Chopper Harris and yeah. people like that yeah. from the seventies. Nicky Hazard, Nicky Hazard, David legends, Rude Hunter. Gianluca Vialli Yeah, even them Gianfranco lads. Zola. Zola. Yeah, even them lads. Like, Could you imagine mean? the cop unveiling a banner to Suarez at the moment? <laughs> no. Randomly. <laughs> but this, or Coutinho. Coutinho. Coutinho is deadly for yeah. us. Yeah, let's take out the Coutinho banner. We're playing Sheffield oh, United. Yes. They're, re- they're renaming the Matthew Harden stand. Are they, yeah? Yeah, to the Winston Bogart stand. <laughs> <laughs> He's still contracted to them. <laughs> 
what a club. Did uh, Carragher go in about talking about, you know, uh, Pat Dimitri Kareem. Uh, that, that abandoned. <laughs> abandoned teams. Carragher, did he go in about Harris going, uh, Torres, the move? Did you see the chat with Gary Neville and Gary Neville's pulling yeah, out photographs? Yeah, he kind of did. And I would have thought, like, Torres kind of relationship with Liverpool is kind of being rebuilt. He's been back to and play healed. some testimonials, and Carragher's been on the same pitches. And you would have thought that they were mm. they would have been good mates again. Maybe for Carragher, it's still I don't know. It's, it's Jane, an unforgivable Jane, thing. Car- Carragher just seems a bit weird this year, doesn't he? Like he yeah, said, yeah, he does. Not right there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. No, he kind of said, and it wasn't even jokingly. He kind of he did say like that they couldn't believe they paid so much money for him. Like the Torres that they had oh, seen for 18 months, yeah. After, okay, yeah. Like, they, after they, time, he, yeah. like he's seen it as if it was the writing was on the wall. We knew that he was going for <laughs> six months. Everyone knew. We knew, remember? We knew, right? We knew. <laughs> we knew. Uh, I knew. Yeah, we knew. We knew from the day he signed he was going to Chelsea. That's yeah. where it was. Anyway, MK Dons, yeah. MK Dons. Quivan. Quivan, yeah. Do you reckon Killer. they'll have a big banner of John Fashnew? Or are they allowed to have a... MK Dons? Yeah, or are they allowed to have the banner? Or is just now Wimbledon have... Are, I'm really confused no, about Wimbledon, the status only Wimbledon of that, can that club, they? to be honest with you. Well, only Wimbledon can have that, can they? Can they? Yeah. I MK know. Dons are Wimbledon, though. Yeah. No, they're not. They are an AFC I'm Wimbledon, Wimbledon. And a new club <laughs> altogether. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the franchise. They are the franchise. Yeah. It's like the Indianapolis. I presume Col- they've got MK Dons have got on their on their club honours that FA Cup, have they? Yeah. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. It's um, like when Everton relocate to Wales. <laughs> <laughs> they need to relocate somewhere soon. <laughs> 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 Silver's relocating soon. Oh my god. What's um, how, how much? So, how so many sure. changes can we expect? I was thinking this on the way over, and I, I, I want to see fifteen I, I, changes. I, I don't really want to see. Uh, he's got a problem with the front three, hasn't he? In some Lo- ways, starts on the half. I would say, or let's let's go extreme. So let's yeah. say Kevin Keller starts. Yeah. Hoover. No, Lonergan, Lonergan, Lonergan yeah. starts. Oh, Lonergan. Lonergan starts. Mm, Kelly has been on the bench though, hasn't he? The last couple yeah, of games. Yeah, he's on the bench of the Champions League. Yeah, that's because um, that's because uh, visa didn't come through for London. <laughs> yeah, um, Van der Berg, Gomez, Hoover, Van no, der Berg. No, I play Gomez and Lovren centre. Gomez and Lovren centre. Hoover, yeah. Lovren, Gomez, Hoover, and Larucci, Larucci, Larucci. Is left full? Yeah. Is he not injured? No, no he, he pulled out the squad during night, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay so so that, that looks like so. Van der Berg's going to miss out. Then I'd He'd be on the bench. So. Get, get, get a run at some stage. Yeah, probably. Middle of the park. Middle, middle of the park. Middle of the park. Milner. Milner. I don't know why. No. Yeah. Lallana. Six. Milner. Hawks. Shakiri. No, I'd, I'd go. I'd go. Milner. Shakiri and uh, Keita. Keita going to get around, is he? And then you play Ox in the top three, and they can him and Shakiri yeah. can swap positions. Brewster. 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 Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a run out actually. Yeah, did he score a crack on Freud? Did he? Lalana. Mm. Yeah, Lalana six is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I think you play Lalana, Shakiri, Milner, Oxlade, and they all just run ra- around randomly. Is Rigi? But Rigi's not fit, is he? No, no, no that's no. a shame. You let Brewster play through the centre, and that's about. You let the other, the five lads behind him will rotate positions with the exception of one of them who will sit in front of the back four. Yeah, that's a good show because after that, like Brewster really is the only one that's going to lead the line. Close to and then, and then you have to play Bobby. You have the, no, no. He looked. At, yeah, I, I said to Andy before we started here, I've never seen a team 
levels drop off as they did at 60 minutes yesterday. Yeah. Firmino looked. Firmino looked like he was running in cement. Mm. Forget mm. porridge. There's there's a joke about mm. jo- the ref running past Jorginho. One of the lads on the uh, one of the stewards on the sideline ran past Firmino once. <laughs> But, and he gave the ball away so many times. Firmino was know. Chelsea's best attacking player in the last 20 minutes. Yeah. He broke I mean, down all the, our attacks. The, between the Napoli game and that game yesterday, they absolutely need that like six-day yeah. you know, break mm. to Sheffield uh, United because like they're on a high now after after that win. Yeah. Free hit for them on Saturday. They've eight points in the bag already. Were they, Sheffield United. They were at home last week. Were no, they? don't though. They've, they, they, they were in a, uh, in, that in, weird in, flip around. Yeah, we've got they, the they away games. Yeah, but they, yeah. but they, they were uh, Everton have got the two home, home games. Yeah. They just happen to have an away and a home sort of thing. So, no, I mean they like we need to, we almost need to have our best eleven again. I think against those. Yeah, they're one of our not far off like, anyway. And then obviously, it's a bit like it. it the sides may not be the the you know the best sides that we're going to face, but the actual the you know take the Milton Keynes Dons game out of it, the Sheffield United, um, Salzburg, Leicester, three you know really important games, Absolutely. and the last of those three is going to be the t- is going to possibly be our toughest test this Which season. Which one is that? The Leicester game. Leicester. That follows the Sheffield United and the Champions League game, which really the Champions just League. Just don't say game, it right. The Champions League's almost a must-win for me. Yeah, it is. Like they're, they're, every league game now is season the final, and we absolutely have to keep this gap with City. Yeah. Um, they made a big statement, beating one for eight I know, after We thought maybe there was a bit of a vulnerability there. Yeah, hell. yeah. Five now after ten minutes, or no chance. So we need to just obviously maintain that five-point gap and get into their heads, and maybe hope they slip up a bit. But yeah, now that. Losing the first Champions League game, it means we're going to have to win the next three. Yeah, you've got your home game against Salzburg, yeah. and then you've got to, your back-to-backs against the weakest team in the yeah. in the group. Yeah. You've got to come out to them with nine points, really. Yeah. And I think once we do that, then we can... Klopp we can, voted the best coach. Oh, excellent. So, was Van Dijk voted the best defender in the world ever? They didn't, there's no award <laughs> for best defender. Right. Messi, uh, won, Messi won the award for being schooled at Anfield and being absolutely dort since then. And Ole got best newcomer. <laughs> Messi, Messi got it for failing miserably again at the Copa America. <laughs> Did you see them? He was walking out and the, um, their fans were like, hey Ole, Ole, and he looked around for a bit of a smile and they said, you're getting sacked in the morning. <laughs> and he's, it's like he's... He's kind of comedy, isn't he? Like, do you not yeah. see Phil Jones singing? Yeah, yeah. Exactly is that true? Is it? That is true. That and is your man's turning yeah. shut up. We're on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it! We're on camera. Stop <laughs> it! We're on. He was yeah. really annoyed as well. Sacked in the morning. What was he? Sacked in the morning. He just went sacked in the morning. Dead pan face on him. Shut up! You're on camera. Now there was lots of lots of United fans replied to that saying that the camera panned out and he wasn't even talking to him. I'm not having it. Like he definitely said, stop that. Yeah, yeah. we're on camera. He, that is 100% what he said. And he said, and Phil, Jones. <laughs> Phil Jones. Phil Jones is a touch of the Harry Kane's about me. Not really. You couldn't. The lip reader. You could have said anything. You need someone really good yeah. to read his lips to be 100 percent sure. But I mean, I'm, I'm running with it. I'm definitely running with it after seeing it. But a few it's times. bizarre. He, he would say that. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It, it's we we've completely <laughs> traded places yeah. with them 100 percent now. He could yeah. have been slagging Harry McGuire. Could. 
And you fucking spent 86 million on I did, by the way, I didn't see a minute of that game where they, where they, did they deserve to get beat to. Yeah. yeah. I got deserved to deserve yeah. get beaten by even more. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. They've, no, they've, like, they've spent, you could see it eating up Roy Keane as well. Spent, <laughs> yeah, he's gone spent, mad. He spent a billion pounds yeah. on that squad. And they're relying on Johnny McTominay and fucking Bill and Ben, the flower pot men. And I even seen Fireman Sam at one stage who has to get a new job because he's not allowed to be a fireman anymore because he has to be a fire person and he just ended up having it. I'm off. You know, and they sold the car too and they didn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one. Oh, it's just, it's no just, one left. It's just brilliant. Pandy. Martial's injured. And I, see, I actually watched most of the... Um, Europa League game in midweek and my oh, god oh, they struggled against I was given out to you by an ex-stripper on uh, Twitter today um, mm. because he said um, that James Madison goes into that team and makes them a hell of a lot better into the United team yeah and I said no it doesn't because his development he won't develop any further than any other player will has Rashford developed no has Lingard developed no mm. who's developing that squad since no. he's taken over Martial. so you cannot put no. a player who's currently doing really well under, under, under the bridge. Oh, under the bridge. In France. And he goes, he doesn't make that side any better. No. Fact. Unless you have a manager. Roger's currently third best manager in the Premier League. But the, 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 other, the other side Top is Top spoofer. Leicester, <laughs> Leicester have built their Wonderful. play around Melbourne. Wonderful Madison. technician. This, this, is what people, this is what people fucking miss all the time. It was like when Andy Carroll turned up at Liverpool and fucking Chicken Downing turns up at Liverpool, right? And Charlie Pab, Pab, fucking Fatten turns up at Liverpool, right? All those shit teams that they played for were built around them and got the best out of them. Yeah. Liverpool was never going to be built around fucking chicken down. Well, we got, we got, you know, Liverpool was never going to be that, built, didn't we? Yeah, Liverpool was never going to be built around Andy Carroll. Horse the ball into the air. smacks the ball in. Benteke's the same. Mm. Throw the ball into Benteke's head. Even Roy yeah. Hodgson won't build a team around Benteke. Only Aston Villa were prepared to build a team around Benteke, right? If Madison goes to United, they're not going to build a team around Madison because... They have a billion T Pogba standing there and they're building the team around him. And if they want to know why they're so inconsistent, that's the reason. Yeah, the thought just crossed my mind. Uh, Phil, we're going to have to get you like a Father Jack chair. For that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there giving out shit. <laughs> <laughs> a scaldy armchair with all sticky and the fluff coming over and all. Yeah. We just get you to sit there and give out. The armchair all. corner. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture us here and, you know, 20, 30 years old, <laughs> still sitting there. Stage six. Uh, <laughs> give it out. <laughs> yes. Even after we've won the league and the Bears have won the Super Bowl, Phil would still be sitting there giving still out. wouldn't be happy. I know. Happy oh, yeah, I'm, I'm massively happy about Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't given out about us once. No, you haven't really. It's just everything else in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else, I had to talk, I had to I had to deactivate for a while on Twitter. I was so just fuming at, at at the level of fucking stupidity on there. Just it was a little off. I needed to calm yeah. down for a few days. It, it, it doesn't improve. improve. It doesn't it's improve. Getting, that place. Getting worse, it, that place. It, it is mad. And me, myself and um, Trevor are going to be doing a monthly uh, podcast on the Daily Show. Yeah. What I heard. Yeah. Who? Uh, Trev. Remember Trev. Trev. Trev, Logan yeah, Trev. Trev. Yeah. Dead Trev. Dead Trev. He's alive. He's alive. No way. And um, we're going to be one of uh, the first topic we're tackling is identity politics. And I know you have some strong views on that. Well, you'll be happy to know <laughs> that I, I, I'm going to have a little feature out on your pod. Featurette. It's called, it's it's the monthly serial killer, where I profile a serial killer for each month, considering he's fucking compared me to one. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was before I came on. Uh, it wasn't. I listened. I have, it, I have it noted in my notebook. But um, yeah, back on topic. If we want to win the league, we have to be beating Sheffield United. We have it's to. the next. It's the next test. We seem to be. We seem to be coming through all these tests, like you know. It's not a test. What? How isn't it? Yeah. We're better than them. But these teams that come up are always stinkers. There's, yeah. there, there's always this early. There's always one flyer that's for ten or twelve games. Yeah. There's always Got one. It. But they, we're not going to get beat by that. Stop. Right. Seriously. Stop. We can throw. I'll throw ourselves off a cliff if we get beat by Sheffield. I don't necessarily agree with that. We've seen knowledge beat. Uh, Manchester City recently it happens these things happen kind of freak results happen yeah. so I think we just got to be wary that we're going to have to be on it you know what I mean Like I, that's why I think we don't really mess about and play anyone who we intend to start in that game against Sheffield mm. United it's half 12 kickoff we're notoriously sluggish for half yeah. 12 kickoffs you know their crowd will be up for it I say it's a free hit for them because they've got they've got points in the bag that if they'd looked at the fixtures at the start of the season, they probably wouldn't have necessarily thought they'd have eight points now going into that game. So even if they lose, they're not going to slip into the bottom three. So they're they're in a mm. they're in a good place. Yeah. Well, so it kind of brings us back to the Phil's thing about the fatigue and Klopp not rotating an awful lot. We're probably going to see a, a very familiar league team, team. selection. Mm. After, you know, outside of the midfield three, mm. we're seeing an odd change here and there. Yeah. We're I th- probably going to see Fabinho, Wijnaldum and Henderson start again. There's two players for me who, who we, do we do need to be contributing as the season goes on. And one will be Gomez at some point. Yeah. We'll need to get some games out of him, probably at centre-back and yeah. probably some at right-back as well. Um, and we will need a contribution from Cater at some point. Yeah, like we will. Like I don't. It doesn't bother me if he's not rushed back. I don't want to see him rush back and get injured straight away. But like later in the season, as this rotation or sort of semi-rotation kicks in, they're two players for me. I think we'll need to we'll need to make a contribution. You know, mm, absolutely. Um, because outside of that midfield three up front, we're not going to see too much change, and there's nope. going to be a massive fall off from the quality. It. With the Rigi, yeah, we? we've seen with Rigi, and we've seen it with we've seen it in the Champions League when the tree didn't click, mm. and with Salah who was poor enough the weekend, yeah. Mane wasn't completely on his game. Firmino was the standout of the tree, although later on in the game he did look leggy. I mean, what's gonna what's gonna happen? Like, I don't know. We did, we did. You know, I I I kind of remembered. Um, we're ta- rotating a bit more last season. We did. We, we, rotate, we rotated the forward positions a lot more. We saw Shakiri across a good few games last year, right? Yeah, and he was dropping true. in. There was a couple of formation changes to accommodate that. <clears throat> we saw the defence being moved around more. Gomez played mm. games at centre back, but also played at right back. Matip and Lovren interchanged around Van Dyke. We had um, Milner playing at left back as well as Robertson to, to give Robertson breaks here and there. And I think that we do. I think. I could understand Klopp doing it over the first four games when he lost Allison, and I said this, I said it on the pod at the time, I fully expect him to get to the international break and just say, right, we try nail down four wins out of four, I won't change the back four around because Adrian has just come in, I want to give, it, give him a bank of confidence and build up a yeah. level of confidence and that rapport between the back four and himself. But now is the time to start changing players. And for me, it was the Newcastle game. And I was happy to see Oxlade in the, in the game for the Newcastle yeah. game. But like, 
we didn't necessarily have to have Matip. Like, and we've got to also be comfortable to not play Van Dijk in some games. Because if you keep playing the same players over and over again, eventually one of them will tear yeah. a groin or a hamstring or something that's going to keep them out for seven or eight weeks. That's just like that's just the, the, the what's going to happen. And I look at the front three, and I, I, there was the first time in a while that I had that bit of fear when I saw Salah sprint after a ball at 85 minutes, or Mane, who looked like he was carrying a knock, and as it turned out, he was carrying a knock, running after the ball. So they just looked that that you know when you see a player just before he gets injured and you go, Jesus, now you look back at it, he did look like he was a bit mm. tired and a bit strained. And we have options. You know, we can't, we, we all sat here and said, well, I'm not too concerned about him rotating the team around before Christmas this year because if he brings one or two in for one game or one or two in for the, it's not going to upset the balance of the, of the team. And I'm fully behind that. If he brings Shakiri into the front three instead of one of them, I'm happy with that. If he brings Oxide in in one of the games instead with Shakiri in that instance, super. If he brings Gomez in at right back and gives Trent a rest, or brings Gomez in and gives Matip a rest, brilliant. We have to be confident to be able to beat the Sheffield United, the yeah. Newcastles, all those teams. And I, I, everyone gets worried about because we've we've lost these teams over the years. But we are so much better than everyone else. We are. Mm. It's an old, old kind of um, thought process. Yeah. It's a long time to kind of go away. And I suppose, in, if you look at it. Realistically, there should be no uh, there should be no kind of danger about say Gomez starting instead of Matip. Yeah. Now the problem yeah. with that is Matip's having such a really good run of form. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He has been excellent. But having said that, you know you could probably then bring Matip back in for the Salzburg game, and you'd probably expect him to pick up where he's where he's left off, sort of thing. I'm just looking a bit beyond the games, beyond like. You know these next three: Sheffield United, Salzburg, and and Leicester. But then we yeah, have United, Spurs, yeah. yeah, and Spurs in the league, mm. and obviously those two games with Genk and Villa away. Mm. I mean, and then City. I mean, it's like well, that's what you absolutely <laughs> you really, really have to have that standout eleven that he trusts that he wants to play most games. Like if we don't have them for then, that's that's when you you know you're really concerned. Yeah, you got to hope that Spurs continue to be. Robey, we should be able to beat United, but the City game is going to be so important this year. It is. I mean, if we could stay five points ahead of them till then, or even more, mm. and then we could beat them. We still have a lot to go because we're seven points ahead of them after the game last year, yeah. and we lost a seven-point lead. No, we're seven points ahead of them with they the game in hand, and then we played them. Whatever. We could have been so people talk about us being 10 points we never actually went 10 we would have been 10 points if we had to beat them yeah, yeah. Or, or stayed 7 points ahead if we but hadn't lost to be 7 points ahead of team with a game in hand yeah it wasn't a big big huge well, lead ultimately it's that, it's that game that cost us the lead it yeah. isn't a count back but I mean I know what you're saying 5 points is 5 points is a big gap now like you know what I mean like we, yeah. we, we we've got to just we've just got to ignore them just yeah, ignore it. after ourselves, yeah. First. If yeah. we win all our games from here to the end of the season, we'll win the league. Nobody yeah. will be able to catch us. In fact, we don't have to win every game, do we? we no, we do. Lose the game. Well, Gav, Gav, has lose the, the game Gav has the problem. I think it's 23 more wins. No, we have to, we have to win every single game. 26. 24. 24. It's 30 wins he's got. He reckons okay. 30 wins will get us the league and, and, and a few draws. But City have, so, draws, so. have signed up to Christmas bonus points. So where do you get three, four points for a win? And a bonus point. Well, we've signed up, to, we've signed up to the FIFA World Championships and, and we know, get six points for the win out of that. Do you notice City didn't score 10 at the weekend? 
just so nobody look and going, hang on a second. A second. <laughs> yeah, the eye be on them big time. Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, that's why they didn't replace company. Yeah, exactly. You just there's certain things you just can't do. You know, you don't bring. You just know that Pep was on to Kiki Sanchez Flores going. Yeah. All right, Kiki. Here's their first game of Watford. That's your payoff. Well, it was the second game. But don't worry about that. Sheik Hamad Hamad there will fucking sort you out for twice as much if you just bend over and take <laughs> right um, the usually reliable Ben Foster giving away a stupid stupid oh, penalty mm. you know it's all very it's all very dodgy just, stuff he's still playing is he yeah he is yeah Adrian's better than him right. yeah still cannot believe that fucking that FIFA best player at 11 like how can Real Madrid who sacked two managers and finished 11th in the league. <laughs> like, get three players in that team. We get to the Champions League final and win it. Um, Salah and Jack, Mane. Can, Jack, uh, can we stay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do some predictions for the weekend. Okay. Uh, Are we, should we do an MK Don prediction? We don't even know what's the crack here, Luke. We don't know who's going to play. We don't even know whether it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's going to be real. Is Klopp... Yeah, you know what's going to happen? It's on Sky. It's on Sky. Yeah, they're going to give Tyler the night off and we're going to lose and he'll be like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Who's <laughs> this? That was his chance. I hope we win it. I love the League Cup. Well, the one thing that always worries me about the League Cup is the old double-legged semi. Yeah. Around the time of the season where yeah. you don't want two games. Mm. That's the main problem I have with the League Cup. Messi voted Sadio Mane as the best player in the world. Messi knows football. That's all I'm saying. You had Van Dijk number three and Ronaldo number two. Sadio Mane number one. Well, obviously, he doesn't want uh, Van Dijk getting the points that are going to knock him off. Tactical he, voting. Mm. It doesn't make a difference. All the other fucking spas. Uh, who's the best? Man, who was the best player last year? Uh, this Messi? So these were Messi's votes, yeah. Messi. Was, was he? Yeah? Who did Van Dijk vote for? What? Who did Van Dijk vote for? Van Dijk voted for Matip. Lovren. You can't vote for your own. <laughs> and Mignolet. I don't understand why Messi wouldn't vote for Andrew Robertson, number one. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. he lives in his pocket. <laughs> we broke... Ray, we broke Barcelona. It's break hilarious. Barcelona, I know. It's <laughs> hilarious when they were asking Van Dyke on the stage and Messi had to sit like beside him. And he was what was it like when you destroyed him? Yeah, <laughs> right, your, your midfield three selection... And why you think so? For where? Score. Or for Sheffield United. Sheffield yeah. United. What happened to MK Dons? Oh, we we don't know. Sure we do. How could we possibly even know what's going to happen? I know. Okay. And then we've got Red Bull Salzburg. Wait, let's just do a score prediction for MK Dons. Okay. Go. Are we away or at home? Away. <laughs> away. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> away. Okay, I think we'll win nil seven. Mm-hmm. I think right. we would get a seven 0 win if if Brewster starts and Lalana starts. I really want to see Quivan playing a goal. Quivan. 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 Quivila. There's a big debate online on how you say. Great, <laughs> right, go on midfield three against Chef View. Chef View. Yeah. And why? Uh, Wijnaldum, Moxlade and Fabinho I'm keeping Henderson for the game against Salzburg which we have to win at home Right, and the score? The score against Sheffield United will be I think we will win 19-0 Okay, Ray? 119-0 I think um, 
Henderson, Oxlade and Fabinho. I think he'll give Wijnaldum the away day off. Um, and I think we will we will win 3-1 at Sheffield United. Mm. But yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Safe, safe to uh, consider the opposition's going against us these days, yeah, isn't it? More or less, yeah. yeah. More or less. It's back to that, isn't it? It's yeah. weird because... Give the opposition a goal. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if they scored first as well. Eddie McGoldrick plays up front for them. Yeah, oh, man, the Ollie McBurney it is. Ollie McBurney. <laughs> that sounds like the milk <laughs> <laughs> You're the <laughs> you, you do, you do. Gar, midfield three against Sheffield and score. Murray, Ox Henderson, Trini gets a day off and Fabinho plays. Yeah. Well, I think Fabinho needs a day off, by the way, so. He yeah. does need the day off, yeah. yeah. And we, we win 4 1. Nice. Um, yeah, for me, that, that's the midfield three. Um, Henderson plays every <coughs> game. Because Henderson's deadly. And uh, <laughs> Fabino plays every game because he's deadly. So he, he's yeah, unbelievable, by the way. Yeah, Ox, Ox, is bound to, <laughs> Ox is bound to play one of the next two important games. And I think he probably plays, yeah, I think he probably plays against Sheffield. And I think we'll win convincingly. And I was gonna say, no, I can't say four one because you said four one, so I'm gonna say five five one. Nineteen nil. Nineteen nil. Salah's reading about people saying that he's not he's a two season now. wonder. <laughs> he is a two season wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like, he he frustrated the, the hell out of me on, on on Sunday the for the ab- first time in a long time. <laughs> the fucking media hate fest against Salah. And do you know why that exists? <laughs> Because he's beaten Harry Kane to the fucking golden shoe for the last two seasons. Mm. That's the sole reason. If Harry Kane didn't exist, they would be creaming themselves over Salah being as good as Messi or Ronaldo. And England having the best player in the world. This is... Yeah. this Do you is think the, they'll turn against um, Abanyamang when he wins it again this season? Because he might possibly win it this season. He will. Think he won it? The golden boot? Yeah. No. I think he would have Arsenal were good. Mm. No, I, I think Arsenal, Arsenal fans gave me a great bit of crack. And I know I'm doing something with, with, with David Fitzgerald, but like, all of them wanted Emery sacked on 66 minutes. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? I got texts from at half time from a. All wanted him sacked. All wanted him sacked. Emery has to go. Emery has to go. Must go. And the, they said the best thing here was we'd somehow manage to win it and they'd sack him the next day. Good God. They're sitting fourth in the league. They should be going, right, we know it's a bit low over the shop because we've changed our style and we've changed our players and all that type of stuff around. But look how bad spores Chelsea and United are. I know. And we're putting space between us and them. What an opportunity. We're, in, we're yeah. in the box seat for top four. Yeah. As much as Emery might be mad, sometimes the mad one is the right one. Mm. That's how you live life. Yeah, they're not going to sack him. He's got low, like he's had to do. Uh, he's had to put a lot of the wrongs right, you know, from Wenger's like mm. kind of overstay sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it was a poison chalice in some ways, but just good. Yeah, he, he just has to be given the time to do that rebuilding process. There's no point in chopping and changing now, is there? Well, yeah. who's out there? Yeah, do you know what I saw? Who's out there? Who are you going to bring in? Mourinho. Oh, he's got well, to go to Everton. I'm bringing in Simeone. <laughs> <laughs> What's with that? 
It must be his brother Paolo. Certainly not Diego. They're fucking so deluded. It's hilarious. Yeah. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Think about it. They're building a massive stadium for the League One. Yeah, but they, yeah, they just need I to know. bring Allardyce back now and that'll just... But Simeone is not going to come and manage a football team in a big, huge blue shed. <laughs> 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 it's as simple as that. Astro Ball. Wouldn't you love if Koeman turned up with just like a fake beard on? <laughs> it's like, hello, I'm Vim Koeman. <laughs> I would like to and I have a blue too. Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know, it's comedy gold, what's going on over there? Really. I mean, the, the, it's the, great. The, the, they constantly... You know, flatters is achieved, don't they? I mean, like back-to-back losses. And, uh. Do you know, it's actually tough being a Liverpool fan at the moment. This must be what it was like for United fans all those years when there was nothing really going wrong and you were just picking at the smallest things that you could. Like, mm. oh, Neville's not great at fucking taking the the, tour, the final tour of crosses. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're looking at the mess that's going on everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I mean, it must have been... A lot of rejoicing when Napoli beat us the other night, you know, in certain yeah. quarters. Oh, I'd say so. Because yeah. you know, we you know, we did come unstuck there. It was you know, it was a kick in the balls that last ten minutes between the penalty and then the mistake at the end and whatnot. So like they're the little nuggets that yeah. I seem to remember. Yeah. you know, when I like I, I went through university with a you know, with a lad who was you know, you're not massive United fan and mm. you know, I'd go around to his a lot of any you know, Champions League evenings yeah. and watch them and just hope that somehow yeah. they would fuck up that was your help. Nev- but they was, never would like, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? There was yeah. very little there was very little to kind of stick the boost in with them sort of thing. Yeah. Um like I remember those days really, really vividly and mm. now like it's just completely flipped the other way. The their, their fans must just uh, must just fucking dread us playing. Yeah. Because m- you know, most to of the put time, in context, people are moaning about Salah and he's got four goals in six league games and three assists in six league games this season. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he's a wasty little shit at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> he isn't, he isn't. The big moments he's come through again in. Yeah, look, uh, wow, we're an unbelievable football. Like it's, it's mad. I never, you know, could you picture yourself complaining about small things no, like that? These yep. are the things, you know. Yep. You need the to enjoy this, this. Like it's dreamland stuff. It's great. Uh, looking at everything getting beaten, and United getting beaten in the same weekend. Well, we just continue on, mm-hmm. and we beat Chelsea away from home, and it's dreamland stuff. Enjoy it because you know it might be the, it might be the the best. Five or six years. Enjoy it because yeah, once Klopp goes, it might not last that long. It yeah. might be, it might be three or four. Just enjoy yeah. it because once Klopp goes and Gerard comes in as manager, they'll be laughing <laughs> again. No, I don't think Gerard managed Liverpool. Personally, you just wait for the Klopp. Klopp's going to stay forever. We <laughs> might bring, bring, bring Brendan back. Talk to Rafa. Brendan Thord, best manager in the league. Rogers. He might be best available. At <laughs> <laughs> the time. There's you no know, when he's play, you know, when he's got Le- Leicester in the Champions League for three consecutive do you know seasons. What? Uh, no, do you know what? wouldn't be able to argue with uh, here's, here's, yeah. here's my prediction. Bold prediction. Mm. And this is where I'll, I'll leave it at this, right? Bold prediction. Rogers won't be at Chelsea next season. Chelsea? Chelsea. Uh, no, sorry. Leicester. Ro- okay. Leicester next season. That's where he's going. He'll shit, right? Tottenham. Oh, he's going to Tottenham, is he? And Pochettino's going to United. Up United. Well, like, the thing about it is, he is earning his next big job right now. That's what he's doing right now. Yeah, he's earning his next big chance. Mm. 
he went to Celtic and did all the shit there, breaking yeah. records and all of that. And people, tr- people were always trying this credit. And well, that was because Rangers, and that was because this, and that was because it's never Rogers. And the same when he was at Liverpool, that was because Suarez, that was because there, the manager has to have some say in all yeah. of that stuff happening. Yeah. Everything he does, he gets this, he gets discredited for whether it's because people believe he's arrogant or because people Brendan Rogers is a great coach. Don't, don't let him buy players. Yeah, that's where he thrives. Yeah, absolutely. Any any players who we turned out to know where his signings were all the disasters, mm-hmm. and anyone who where the committee signings were probably, were, the, were the better ones. And even now, Klopp, we know Klopp wasn't behind Salah coming yeah, in. We know Klopp wasn't behind Mane coming in. Like they were not first choices. They were pl- players that the committee. Which is not like thankfully it's not called like that was the the worst thing they could ever do was give it a name, mm. but because they came and they made a case for signing these players, Klopp trusted them. Rogers didn't have the maturity and the experience in the game at that top level that he brought Liverpool as far as he could. Yeah. But now he's went away and he's done. He's done what he's done at Celtic, and now he's earned his next big chance. You look across the league. Who who's who's next up? Who's next up for a big job? We always see like flashes in the pan and Eddie Howe gets mentioned or something like. But yeah. realistically, he's pretty much there, thereabouts yeah. now, isn't he? He's earned his you badges. Know, and if it does all go tits, tits up at Arsenal, if it if a vacancy does come up at Spurs, even Chelsea, like like Chelsea, wouldn't be beyond the realms if it all like the went media, bad for Frank the in me- eighteen months' yeah. time. The media, right? Love Frank, so he'll get a nice extended run yeah. for Chelsea, no matter what's going on. I think Frank's look comfortable in, the, okay. in that position. He's not, yeah. he, he doesn't look out of place. Hasn't won a game, a league game at home. That will come back to bite him. But the other side is that Spygate. We never thought about Spygate. Liverpool having to pay City half a million for for, for Fallows logging in, using his own login after he left City. Legendary stuff. Fucking legendary stuff. And you know who's at fault there? City for not having any protocols for staff exiting their, their, their company. Up yours. Two fingers yeah. in your face. But it's, nah, it's nah, seems, nah, nah, it seems nah. the most basic thing. If somebody leaves uh, McDonald's these passport. days yeah. and uh, they get an, you know what I mean, they're, they go and leave. Because if you go to Burger King, you might have the special <laughs> sauce. Recipes. You know, like it's protocol at the most basic level. I love the fact that he was able to log back into that thing from Liverpool. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> just log in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody at City must have been getting emails like such and such is logged in at this location. Melwood. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kept ignoring it like, <laughs> like as everyone else goes. Costa <laughs> coffee, the pro one. John Lennon Airport. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, look. They're sneaky tactics and that good, like we we seem to be. Well, you have to. When a team is financially doping the league, you have to take any advantage you can. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like them. taking the physio and all yeah. that. All yeah. Of, the media are all over saying, demanding a Premier League investigation. Demanding. I don't mm-hmm. know how your Premier League investigates something that's already been settled between the two parties. Yeah, four yeah. years ago. Yeah. yeah. Gobshites. Yeah, that's demanded. Cust- that's custard, custard and all his mates. Yeah, Cu- <laughs> fucking Sergeant Custard Bad. stuck in his porridge, yeah. giving out about the Athletic. And what's a, what's a million these days? Not a single one of them though. Fucking break yeah. going on about human rights abuses going on in Man City, Chester City's owners. Or yeah, the it's like everything, everything is a big outrage, and yeah. then it just blows <laughs> over. I mean, what even happened with that FA guy in the end? Which FA guy? That got money from all the clubs, and everyone was like, "Oh, skewed them all." I mean, people were, that were was walking golden, that, out. That was, that was his golden handshake. He took it mm. and he put it in the bank, and he said, "That's my pension. Happy days. Good luck to yeah. you." Yeah, 
Oh, no yeah. one had an oh, issue with it. No, no clubs had an God. issue with it. And do you know what? All that has to happen is like, do you know what? Change of weather. Not um, one person. People, forgot oh, every, know, people are moaning at Gary Neville and everyone else on Sky about not saving Berry. Skewdemore could have used 12% of his money that he got from all the Premier League clubs and kept Barry afloat. Mm. Not one person said that. And Sky yeah. didn't. Exactly. There was a club who yep. went bang. Yep. And there was big outrage and nobody cares anymore. Not one person said Skewdemore should have had it. Mm. Yep. So Are we done? Smart. smart. Life is mad. I think we're done, yeah. We're done. Are we done? That was last bit and, of breaking and the, Europe, last Europe. Bit of, last bit of breaking news. Yeah. Uh, talking about things going bang. Thomas Cook have announced Man United's <laughs> travel, uh, travel arrangements for the Champions League matches remain unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's... <laughs> yeah, great. Great one to hit. To leave it. Good luck. Good luck. over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You've been talking to Trev too much. That was the trip as the club in all this week. Uh, thanks to Father Jack on the deck. Back off! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ray Dicko Dicko and Garbrain, and I'm here, host Andy Young. Good luck. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.